Welcome back to the Two Black Runners podcast presented by The Runner Report. I'm your host, Joshua Potts, and we're on episode 23. This is our Jordan podcast, and this is that's what makes it special because we're also giving you a throwback podcast, a throwback interview per se. But before we get into that, I just want to say quickly, just thank you guys for all the support that we've given, been getting over these past couple of weeks, bro. We really do appreciate it from the bottom of our heart. Every single person that's rated the podcast or left a review or shared the podcast on Instagram or on Twitter, we really do appreciate that. And it doesn't go unnoticed. Like, believe me, we appreciate it. And we love when you do it. And we love the support. Like, honestly, we really do from the bottom of our heart. We really do appreciate that. But let's just get into this podcast real quick. Let's get into this and dive into like what this podcast is really about because i really think it's a good one so this podcast is with katie izzo she's at arkansas right now completing her master's degree but when we did this interview with katie izzo it was such a different time it was at the end of 2019 it was right before 2020 so everybody's mantra was 2020 vision ignorance was bliss we thought 2020 was going to be the best year of our lives so it definitely was a different time to look back on this but honestly when you listen to this podcast and when you get done and you listen to like the first 15 minutes of it you're gonna understand that this is not just like this isn't just a time piece of how it was at the end of 2019 this relates to any time in your life it's an inspiring story wherever you are at your life to just keep on moving forward to keep persevering to know the to know that when you have a dream ahead of you, to not stop following your dream no matter what comes in your way and know that other opportunities will come knocking at your door. That that is truly what Katie Izzo personifies in this podcast and in this interview. And if you guys want to check out this interview, it's also in video form. So you can go ahead and check that on our YouTube running report on YouTube. Go ahead, type that up. And you'll, that'll be like the first thing that you find on YouTube or in the link down below or in the description where you listen to the podcast, you can also find a link to our YouTube channel. And you want to make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're starting to produce more content and new content on there. We have a new like ESPN first take type show. Like it's almost 30 minutes long. Like there need to be commercials in there, but it's a really fun show that we did. We also interviewed the athlete special on our first like revamped episode of the running report show and just had more things and it was a really fun time just talking about running news and everything like that so you guys want to make sure you guys check that out too and just be we're trying to do more and more with running report we're not just two black runners in an instagram page we're definitely so 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 much more and we can't wait to show that more to you guys in the coming weeks the coming months and on years to come to be honest bro without further ado let's get into this podcast bro it's really interesting Interesting. So go ahead, get your popcorn ready, get ready to fold your clothes, get ready to walk your dog. I don't know what you're doing while you're listening to this. Get ready for that eight mile run that you're about to go on right now because this is a really good podcast that you're going to get up and you're going to be inspired and you're going to want to go run on an eight mile run, to be honest. Wait, one more thing before we start the podcast. When you start listening to this, the music in this is a little overbearing as times. Like, I'm real sorry about that. This was our second podcast every second interview we still not really good at editing we're still trying to get the editing down but yeah it's a little overbearing at times a little bit loud but the beats are nice the beats are nice in this and the story is even better so 
I think that just adds to it a little bit. But I just want to put that in. It is a little overbearing, but it's a great podcast. Go ahead, listen to it. It's it's awesome. So jo- without further ado, bruh, Joshua, uh, take it away. Pass Joshua, take it away. Last time you yes. saw our first running report, like interview with Edwin Kurgot, but this time we got Katie. Katie is so in the, the comeback, building. the comeback kid, the, the comeback kid. <laughs> she got third at NCAA's about three or four weeks ago in the 2019, and then previously in the beginning of the month of December, she ran the number two, number, number two, two time ever NCAA's in the indoor 5K. Katie Izzo, welcome to the show. Izzo, how do you feel? How are you doing? Doing very well, thank you. How are you guys doing? Thank you for definitely like coming on. This is our second interview like ever. So we really do appreciate you just coming on. Like this is definitely like a special moment for us. Super, Super stoked to have you, Katie. And I'm excited that you get to share your story. I mean, I know I know Katie from her Cal Poly slow days and she just has an amazing stories, yeah. so I'm happy that people are going to be able to kind of see like where she came from, because I think it can inspire a lot of people out there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But why don't we just start from the beginning, and what really just got you into running, Katie? We know you grew up in Seal Beach, and but and you went to Los Al. What yeah. got you into running, and why did you... Yeah, what got you doing? I mean, I... I grew up always loving to run, and I... Um, I, I had mostly um, boy cousins, and I just loved to race them, and I would oh, always hey. do, and, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, some, some of my brother's friends, I would even race them, like, when I was in, they, my brother was, like, in fifth grade, and I was in third grade, and we would have little races just um, right after school, in elementary school, and I would, I would meet my brother's friends, and the mom would call road runner <laughs> and I always loved it and I always was kind of a little speedy so um but I when I got to um when I lived in Arizona when I when I moved there in sixth grade I um was on the track team and I did track um sixth through eighth grade but I was a sprinter and I would I was doing you know the the four by one and and the four and mainly the 400 meter dash honestly up until my sophomore year of high school and e- even my sophomore year i i ran a hundred meter dash for one of the meets so i was a sprinter and i didn't really discover distance running until really like my senior year when i moved back to california i i joined the cross country team and um i had I mean, I didn't have a watch or anything, so I mean, I really didn't know anything about mileage. My mom was a runner as well. She she was a, a hurdler, mm-hmm. standout um, 400 meter runner, and uh, she okay. got fourth in state with her four by fourteen. It runs in the family. High school, yeah. so I had the running team and everything, and, and um, my whole family like they, they're just so into sports, and my grandparents just loved it. So I always felt super supportive and. Um, so I'm really glad that uh, I I yeah. I started with sprinting because I, mm, I yeah I didn't burn out or anything like yeah. oh, oh, you see a lot of distance yeah. runners that happened. So. Your family sounds like a little similar to ours, where yeah. like, we come from a really like big sports family that's competitive and everything, mm. and 
I mean, we grew up running like the 800, but in, when you do, we did club tracks. So yeah, we grew up doing club tracks. I was running the four, I was yeah. running the one at uh-huh. one point and doing all that type of stuff. Yeah. It's really good to get that speed in when you're like early at those young ages. But also we wanted to talk, so you, uh, after, after high school, you ended up going to Cal Poly Slow for uh, your under your undergrad and you actually you had a good career there you made it you made it to uh nationals your senior year and you end up running 1608 going to regionals but you definitely had some bumps in the road you have a um some injury injury history as well but you made it through that your senior year crazy but can you tell us a little bit about about that um it wasn't until i mean i had never been injured before um I was never injured in high school, and and so my sophomore year, the the very last race of the season, regionals, is um, where I ended up breaking my tibia and fibula during the regionals race, and it, you know, I always tell people it snapped like a twig, like like a twig, like yeah, just like that snap, and I went down, and my leg was literally (laughs) like a Kit Kat. (laughs) Wow. and it was yeah, crazy, that's insane. like just, just insane. And I had um, a week later, I had surgery where they put a titanium rod inside my tibia bone, and I have two screws in there. And um, a lot of people would ask me if, like, if I'd ever return to running, but I, I always knew that I would. And and like my life motto is, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, and it was hard just being in the hospital and, and thinking, you know, what, like, what is, this is crazy. But like, I, I always had that feeling that I would, I, that I would come back like better, faster, stronger. I just kind of like an intuition yeah. thing. And, and so I, but I knew I needed like time off, just needed my body and mind and everything to recover. So I took seven months off completely like I didn't I didn't cross train I didn't, I didn't exercise I, I just like focused on school for seven months and, and just took time for myself and and that was um, a really pivotal moment in my running career where I I, I loved it I knew I loved it but you know it, it all ended up yeah. working out because I had two years of ability left and and I had and this grad program that, that I'm in right now for Arkansas was two years and so it's really all just silver lining, and I ended up where I was, you know, meant yeah, to be. Yeah. So it all worked. What really kept you yeah. like? I know you were talking about like your intuition thing to just come back to, come back to running. You knew that everything happened for a reason. But was there anything else that really kept you motivated during that time? Like, did you have like a support system, or was it just all just inner motivation? What was getting you through those hard times? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, that was just my sophomore year when that happened. It was just like a just a really big like reflective yeah. time for me. And I think at that at the end of my sophomore year, that cross country season, I was just I was just kind of burnt out. I I wasn't loving running. I, w- I was just kind of going yeah. through the motions, and I was really tired of it. And after I, I almost it was just like totally godsend like I needed that crazy injury yeah. to happen because I, I needed to just like really appreciate it because it's honestly it's it's a gift mm-hmm. to run every day and af- after I had it taken away from me for so long I realized like it is truly like such an amazing opportunity to be able to 
to be healthy and to run every single day because so many people aren't yeah. able to do that. And I needed that per- that shift in perspective. And and honestly, every, I I really would say every every ever since I went through that crazy injury, I I really have appreciated running every single day. And I hope I just like continue to do that because that's really what it's all about. Yeah, I think that's very true. Like. For me, I've been I've been injured myself. Like I've been injured right now, currently, and it is like such a time of like yeah. ref- reflection. And I think you, when you're injured, like you learn so much about yourself. And like I think I like Katie's story a lot because one of my favorite quotes that I've heard before uh, is the challenge in front of you is an indication of the power inside of you. Because mm. everything that happens for a reason, like you're saying, and she is a perfect. She is a perfect example yeah. of, of of that of that case. Yeah. Um, but with that too, after after your your injury, um, you graduated Cal Poly, you got sixteen oh eight regionals and everything, and you still had those two. You had those two years left, and uh, you you visit a bunch of schools. What what stood out about Arkansas to you? Yeah. Um, you know I. I always had that connection to Arkansas because Coach Harder, he was the coach of Cal Poly for, or during the, a little bit in the 90s. So it was cool to have that little connection there. And um, I went on my official visit and I mean, now it's coming up, you know, on, on a year and, and it was just like a magical thing. Like I, I, as soon as I got here, I mean, I'd never been to the South, but I, I just, I mean, I knew they had a history of um, just having amazing runners, and I just felt like I was at home. The girls were so, so kind and so welcoming, and it just checked every single one of my boxes. Like, it had the grad, the perfect grad school program. I'm studying recreation sport management, and no other school had that degree, and it was just, like, exactly what I wanted to study and, like, that's what I want to do with my career. So that was perfect. And then Coach Harder was just, just reminded me of my high school coach, Coach Jeff, just like such, it's like a little, like a grandpa, like just so nice, so eligible. Like he is just a legend in the NCAA. And then it just, it just felt so right. And after my visit, and even during the visit, I, I knew I would come here and it was just, you know, you just just like Cal Poly when I came on my official visit, like right after that, because I only took one official visit for undergrad and it was only Cal Poly and I knew that was the school for me and it was the same thing here. Like it was it really it's kinda of corny, but just like I I was just totally following my heart and there was something that said like Arkansas is totally like that is the school for you and and it was really the best decision I ever could have made and like definitely no regrets and I love it. And so speaking much. on how, like you said, yeah. that you fell in love with like the South and definitely Arkansas. We know you like you grew up on like the West Coast and especially like in Arizona and like Southern California, like near like LA. So like, what was it like going down to the South? Because when I look like it, when I look at the South, it looks like a whole entire different world. To be honest, like to me, it looks like a different yeah. world. Like, how do people like live there? Even just looking like at like at football games, like on TV, like it looks like wait, yeah, that's it's like, it's yeah, like a whole other world. It's a whole entire different thing. So how is it from the South coming from a West Coast girl? It's a whole new, you're right, it's a whole new world. The SEC, it's, it's so exciting. With, you know, they're so into their mm. football, even though 
Well, we got into coach. I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. But I always, because since I lived in Arizona, I've, I kind of, you know, I kind of felt like a country girl. Like, I, I love country music and everything. And um, so I, I just, it was a new adventure. And I'm, I'm so for just going for new experiences. And so something was drawing me just to, I mean, because I was also looking at, I mean, well, I was looking at Wisconsin and, and, um, Stanford and different in different programs but um you know people people are just super down to earth here and um and you know you think of Arkansas as there being just nothing nothing in the state but Fayetteville is super unique because Walmart started here oh. so it's a really booming like booming town economically and, and it's, it's really a hidden gem I would say in the south and it's I mean, I haven't had much time to explore as I wish I, I, I could, but um, it's just a beautiful place and everyone's so kind and and I really like the South. It's, it's a fun time. Yeah. So speaking of that, you get to Arkansas, you meet your teammates, you love it, you commit to the school. Now that summer when you started yeah. training, were you, were you injured going into that summer still or were you completely healthy in the summer? You know, I actually, during the middle of track season at Cal Poly, I, I never even got a diagnosis, but I think I may have had enough, like a stress reaction or something in my femur again. So I wasn't really completely healthy for the conference meet or even for regionals. I was kind of limping around and just kind of, and just praying that I could make it through. So it was, it was a it was pretty much a miracle that I even made it to regionals and and I was so happy to have PR'd. I mean, I would have loved to make it to nationals, but it was it was definitely, a, I think, 11 second PR for me in the 5K. Um, so I took about three weeks off from running and just kind of let my body heal. And um, after those three weeks, I was I was pretty solid. I, would, I slowly increased my mileage and just took my time um, getting back into some base miles and um, and I was I was healthy I went to Flagstaff for um, about two weeks with some of my new teammates and that was really fun and so I had the best summer of training that that I ever had um, previously and I think that really helped coming into cross-country season because I had a base that I never had before after so after that good summer of training too like did you have any expectations coming into Arkansas? Like you ended up finishing third at Cross Nationals, but like, yeah. what were? Did you have any type of goals like for the for the year in that cross cross country season? Yeah, you know, um, I I did. My my main goal was to be an All American, and um, my mom and I. She's such a track. She. she she knows more about track than me, I swear. She she's always researching things and, and she kinda of calculated like how many people had graduated and and you know, I was right on the cusp of being all American based off of last year's results because of all the seniors who graduated. So that was always my goal going into it and really just to contribute to the team because I mean I knew right away that we had that we could win nationals and when I was in Flagstaff with, with part of the team, I remember conversations like with Devin Clark, we were in my minivan, we were driving around and we were like, you know, we could win nationals. Like it, it, we just all have to stay healthy. And it, it, if we are, yeah. it's totally 
reasonable and we can do it. And so right away from the, from a, uh, we went on a little summer camp, summer camp trip to Eureka Springs, which is a tiny town in Arkansas. And, and um, we all talked, we, the whole team was there and, and we said, you know what, we're going to, let's go win nationals. And um, so that was, yeah. Yeah, that was the goal all so along. Like and we all, we believed it from day one. And I also believed that I would be an all American just, just doing all just keeping up with my teammates because I mean there's already like five I was training with five all-americans every single yeah. day so I was just trying to keep up with them and mm-hmm. it's just amazing when you know if you really believe in yourself and your teammates every single day it's that, that belief it, it just can carry you you know to new heights and, and can make you accomplish like all your all your goals so so that was my goal to be all American, but it was I'm I'm still like think <laughs> how I got third. It was it was it is still crazy. And I'm yeah. 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 And especially like getting third, when did it like click to you that you may have a reality to like get third place at NCAAs? Or when did it click to them to be all like I can be an actual like contender to like win and do all this great things for you? Yeah. You know, I say I mean, every single race, I kept on um, just reaffirming to myself that I could keep up with with some of these these girls that were, you know, had the contention of the, of the title. So, I mean, keep, being able to stay close to Taylor during workouts and keeping up with her, like that was just really reassuring because, I mean, she's just one of the most talented athletes I've ever met. So, um, I mean, I just kind of, every race, I... I I, I just kind of thought to myself, this is just like practice. Like, let me just stay with Taylor. You know, yeah. I, I belong. I can belong with with Wayne and and Alicia and all the girls. And um, so I guess I ca- I kept on getting more confident as the season went on. Um, and and really for nationals, I mean, we just we kind of just. Uh, our goal was to keep doing what we had done all season and that's exactly what we all did we had every single one of us one through seven had the race of our lives and and that's what it took to to get that title that's cool it seems like you guys is like the the team chemistry you guys have you guys seem like you guys are like really oh my god really close yeah yeah oh we're like i'm right outside my window here i can see like two of my teammates' houses, like we literally all live in the same neighborhood, and we're all oh, so cool. close. And it's it's the best team chemistry, and that's what you need to win. Like you just yeah. need to like competition between us. We just all wanted each other to finish as high as we possibly could. And even in practice, like there was no, it wasn't about beating each other during workouts. It was about pushing each other to be the best that all of us could be. And like, that's what you need to win a title. Like you just need to want the best for everyone. And, and it was, I mean, it was a dream come true, but we all, yeah, we were, we're like best friends. So that's, that's so key for, for that. Also, also like, so this year, like you counted down, like your goal was all American. Um, last year was your first year ever making it to nationals with Cal Poly. When you got onto the line this year, how was how were you mentally um, approaching it differently than you were the year before? Yeah, um, I you know I I wasn't even super nervous, um, which mm-hmm. is weird, but um, 
the, the year before when I was I was with Miranda and it was I was just happy to be there so I didn't really I, I mean I didn't have the team behind me like I, I felt like I this season obviously I had I ha- I was racing for more than myself I was racing for my teammates I was racing for that national yeah. title and since I had I had so much more to race for so um it was last year was more I was just grateful to be there but I, I I left that race thinking I could have done so much more but it was also I was so happy I was able to come back one more time to really to really fulfill everything that I um like fulfill my dreams and my goals and and be able to like contribute to, to the team yeah. This year she came with a squad. She came with the army, the to come, army. The army to come just beat some people up. That's what she did. Get the chat real quick, Joshua. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do all that. I don't know how to do all that. <laughs> no, but it's super. Yeah, it's amazing. Like how much um, just having people that to train with can push you, and like everyone having that same mindset yeah. to like honestly shoot for the stars, and you could surprise yourself and just. You were shooting for All-American. You you got you got third. Like it gives me like I don't know. Just since I've I know your story so so more personally. Like for me, it was just it inspires me being hurt. Like it really was just it was amazing. I was like, what? Like a third? <laughs> like third? <laughs> Let's go! Even seeing the rankings, seeing the rankings when I saw you in in like sixth place, I was like, yes. I was like, yes. I was honestly like, I'm so happy you got third, but I was like telling people, I was like, Katie can win. Katie can win. Watch. But I think this is like the best. This has to be the best story right now. I yeah, feel like. I think most definitely, most definitely. When I heard that you went to Cal Poly and then once I heard that Aaron knew you too, I remember watching the SEC championships on TV because I recorded it. And I remember it was you and like Taylor Warner battling out with the girl from Auburn too. I'm, I'm uh, missing out on her name but like and then you're able to break away from the pack and win it that's when i it felt like it clicked for me to where like she's the real deal like, yeah i remember telling aaron like yeah and he was telling me like bro katie could probably win i was like bro she probably can win like honestly she got she got the tools she got the tools she got the keys <laughs> also too so after after nationals you guys plan to do bu did you take a break or anything between that or was it more just like take like a day off and then get back yeah, I took like a day or two off, you know, and had to celebrate, had to celebrate our mm-hmm. national championship. Girls and, night. Heck yes, yeah. <laughs> had to do that. Um, and, and, you know, I went home for Thanksgiving break, but I was, I had some cr- incredible beach runs, just, mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, keeping up the mileage for, for those two weeks. And, um, uh, so BU was just like, I mean, I, I had no idea what to expect, but I wanted, I just wanted to qualify for the indoor national championships. Um, so now I'm on a little break um, before getting back into indoor. But yeah, so I, I mean, I was on a high coming off of nationals and I'm mm-hmm. I just trying to ride that high. And, you know, I, I wanted, I mean, part of me was like, okay, hey, Katie, you have to get back to reality. You have to get back to training and, get your head in it but I mean I just you know when you're feeling good when you're on a good momentum like you just gotta keep it going so I'm like you know I'm just just gonna keep having fun and 
keep training for a little bit and then I'll get a little break. So um, BU is just an, just the cherry on top of, of an incredible cross-country season. So What is what is the first thing that came to your mind when the announcer... I mean, I watched that race too. The announcer was like, the third, the second, the third. <laughs> you couldn't figure out if it was the third or the second fastest time for so long, which was hilarious. But what went through your mind when you heard that? Was it just like like disbelief or... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a journal. I've had this... Um, or it's my compete journal. Um, I'll show you. I, I journal, I've journaled my whole season in this thing, and um, That's key. I, I wrote down, you know, that I wanted to qualify for the, for the trials, which, so at first I thought it was 1525, um, but then I realized it was a 1520, and, but, you know, I, I figured this is such an amazing opportunity, we, we have all these rabbits, yeah. and I was just, I, I didn't want to leave the race with any regrets, so I figured I'm just going to stick stick on the pace as long as I can. If I, if I die, I die, but might as well just try to go for it. Um, so I was just, um, when I, when I hurt, I, I mean, I was kind of in disbelief, um, but Taylor and I, we, I mean, we were able to, to do something amazing together and, and with the help oh, of yeah, all those rabbits me. and everything. And, um, that was just that's definitely one of the highlights of, of, the whole year again it was just really cool to get that get that time yeah and, and now definitely with all these accomplishments like your third place finish and then your team your team your first place finish as a team and now second all-time NCAAs do you feel like you have you feel like you there's pressure on you to really maintain all this success or do you still feel like that same Katie Izzo that was at Los Al running the four by one back in the day. <laughs> Do you yeah. feel like there's been a major change, or or is there more pressure than ever now? Uh, you know, I I don't really feel any pressure. I kind of just I never really put pressure on myself that much. I mean, it was this whole season, freshman season, was more about you know the team and and um and I'm kind of just I just really want to um just be grateful for everything that I, that's been given to me it's just this opportunity has been it's been you know it's surpassed my dreams so um i i'm just every day i just want to give it my best effort and and um you know it's nice to have a little break but um i just want to see what else i can do and 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 i just want to keep having fun too and i think when you, when, there's no point of putting so much pressure on yourself. It's, I mean, I'm just more, I wake up every day just feeling so blessed and excited. And um, I just want to keep this, this momentum going and, and see what else I can do. And I think there's a lot more to come too, which is just like super exciting. So basically, you guys, she just said she has ice in her veins. So I just want the whole NCAA to know that Katie so has ice in her veins. <laughs> Let's put that on wax right now. But uh, it looks like we're just about done here. We're going to conclude it up pretty soon. But one thing, I mean, if you guys have been watching the interview, you know, Katie has, it, it, it wasn't just like she bursted onto the scene. You know, this is a long time coming for her. You can tell by her mindset she has a growth mindset yeah she she believes in herself and is going to push herself and she's not going to let any outside noise 
um, stop her from Tell completing her goals. But one thing I want to ask you is, what advice would you give to someone that's going through like a season injury, injury, or even like just a little injury, something that's stopping them from doing what they love for a long period of time? Because you've dealt with that, and you've definitely came back stronger. Yeah, you know. It's bound to happen. I mean, the sport, like, you talk to any any distance runner in, in college and, you know, it, 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 we all go through injuries. And um, I guess what I've learned is you have to remember that everything happens for a reason. And, and even the injuries, they're teaching you something about life and about your body and about... Um, I mean, you just learn so many valuable lessons from those injuries, as hard as they are. And if you really love the sport, and if you really, I mean, if you really want to continue, I mean, you'll find a way to get through it. And um, you just have to be patient with yourself and remember that, um, you know, setbacks are bound to happen and just keep your faith and, and, um, and celebrate the little victories and and just um you know it, it's a hard time but it's all meant to be and there's there's just always a greater plan so thank you so much katie for coming here on the run report and being interviewed we really do appreciate it and you're welcome to come back anytime welcome anytime. to the family yeah, welcome, welcome to the family uh, thank you guys really appreciate all the support and love and you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. No, no problem. No problem. Big Suey. <laughs> <laughs> Big Suey. Come on. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and especially all the way through. We really do appreciate it, bro. Like, it does not go unnoticed. And we see you. Like Aaron always says, you guys are the true homies people listening all the way to the end but before i get out of here i just want to say one more thing since this was a little bit of a shorter one who do you guys want to see next on our podcast if you really want to see somebody go ahead hit us up in the dms on instagram at running underscore report or leave a review on this podcast and just comment who would you like to see and we're actually we're looking to have like more sprinters like professional sprinters on the podcast like i'd love to have someone who does the 100 who does the 200 anyone like that but i'm curious to think who do you guys want to see who do you guys want to hear from because we know we have people in mind and we know like people that we eventually are going to have on the podcast but we would also love to hear from you guys because you guys are the ones that are inspiring us to keep on going with this podcast so we would love to give the people what they want so yeah comment down below who you guys want to see on the podcast or shoot us a dm and you never know that person may be our next guest yeah so Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we'll be back here next Two Black Tuesday because that's what we do, baby. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week, bro. I don't know why I did that.